It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Sports presented by M&M Carnage. Hope you had a great weekend, if you can hear me. Can you hear me now, Gary? I can hear you now. You weren't on red today. That's good. No, no, I'm never on red. I'm always on black. Just like my... Uh, roulette game. I'm always on black. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, you always been on black, don't you? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Eminem Card Timeline's open, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, it's a heat wave out there. So you have no excuse now not to get out of your car, run into Thornton's, and get you an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction. 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller, only 89 cents at your neighborhood Thornton. Stop in today and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 32 never felt so good, did it? Oh, isn't that the truth? Oh, my gosh. Single digits can just go straight to H-E double hockey sticks, as far as I'm concerned. It is Monday, January 22nd. I had a great weekend. I went down to uh, Eastern Kentucky, watched Bellarmine, uh, called the game. Bellarmine lost, but uh, played very well. I haven't been in that arena for 30 years. I think I was at a girls' high school basketball state tournament there. Um, I love the roof. Looks like a big barn. I did not like the two rednecks sitting right next to my broadcasting spot who kept throwing expletives out that I'm sure went over the air. But you get that's what you get when you go on the road, I guess. Uh, Eastern beat Bellerman. Uh, Knights played well, but just couldn't get it done. Sunday, just a day of football. I mean, I went over to the casino for a little while. Had a good time there, meaning I won a little money, which is rare. Uh, and then from 3 to 10 last night, I was on the, in the recliner watching two of the best football games you're ever going to see. Detroit beats Tampa Bay and then Kansas City over Buffalo. Fun weekend. Now, I did have to get up and go uh, give some blood work this morning, get some blood work done at the uh, doctor's office. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt, right? It's a it's a two-second procedure. We're going to, you know, oh, you're going to feel this little prick here. No, okay, all right, and we're done. But I didn't sleep last night. Couldn't sleep. Every time I have blood work scheduled, I can't sleep. I don't know what it is. I dozing in and out the whole night. So I'm a little grumpy today. I know it's hard to tell when I'm grumpy because, well, I'm always grumpy. But it's hard to tell when I'm extra grumpy. And now I got a doctor's appointment, which has been scheduled for Thursday to meet my new doctor. My doctor retired a couple of months ago. I don't like I don't like it. I look, I'm gonna walk in, he's gonna tell me to lose weight. I'm going to say, you better have something else or I want my copay back. And he's not going to have anything else. Uh, he's going to say, how do you feel? Well, I feel fine. Uh, you're 60 years old. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're a little overweight there. No, no, I'm a lot overweight. But that's thanks for noticing. And the rest of the discussion is, uh, how are your knees doing? I see you had knee replacements. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I don't, don't run, I don't have to run after my golf ball. I just get in the cart and go get it. So I'm good. And I pay the copay, and I go home, and six months later, I go see him again. I don't want to go. It's not That's not grumpy. That's just a fear I have. It's just a fear. 
It's a fact of life with everybody over 60. <laughs> and I've never met this guy. And he's got, I don't know his name. It, okay. I know his name. I've got it written down. But it sounds like David Berkowitz, who is son of Sam, if you remember. It's not Berkowitz. It's something different, but not by much. Not by much. And it is David. So, whew. I hope the dogs aren't talking to him on the Thursday when I go to the doctor. That won't be good for me. All right, fun weekend of sports. Um, Kentucky with a big win. They put 105 up again. Big Z got to play. That was fun. Louisville was terrible. They had the longest stretch I've ever seen in a game without a media timeout. The first media timeout came at the 10-and-a-half-minute mark, if I'm not mistaken. They had to take back-to-back media timeouts. That's how long it was before there was a whistle. So from 16:01 until 10 and a half minutes to go in the in the first half, there was there were no whistles, no stoppages of play. Those guys were sucking air, running up and down the court, or jogging up and down the court. But the Cards lose by 25, back to being Kenny Payne's Cards again. Indiana, oof. you know Louisville had a bad weekend. Indiana may have had a worse weekend on Friday night. Because you had C.J. Gunn ejected for elbowing during a timeout, just sort of cheap-shotting the Wisconsin kid now. Indiana fan will defend C.J. Gunn and say, well, if you watch it from the beginning, the Wisconsin player sort of headbutt, stuck his head down into the chest of C.J. Gunn and sort of nudged him with the, with the top of his noodle there. You still don't swing an elbow and hit a guy in the face on purpose. You just don't do it. And Don Fisher, God love him, the voice of Indiana basketball for low these many years, 40 maybe, I don't know how long, long time, said on the air during the game, I'm embarrassed by this Indiana team and it is not the score. That is not good. Things are not going good and uh, going well in Bloomington. We'll talk about the NFL, Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit, Kansas City. Those are your four uh, semifinalists, I guess. Those are your four teams in the conference championship games this weekend. Coming up, uh, Detroit's first appearance since 1992. Uh, Josh Allen can't beat the Chiefs when it matters. San Francisco escapes Jordan Love and Green Bay and... Lamar's Lamar. Lamar try, Lamar's got a purpose going right now because Lamar Jackson, winners hear things and they use them as motivation. Lamar Jackson has heard for two weeks now, yeah, can't win a playoff game, one playoff win. Yeah, he's going to win his second MVP this year, but he's only got one playoff win. Well, he's on a mission. Great quarterbacks hear things and they respond. Patrick Mahomes, all week. Yeah, he's never not been to a championship game, but he's never played a road game in the playoffs. Never had a road game in 14. This is his 15th playoff game. It'll be his first road game. Let's see how he reacts. Well, he reacted pretty well. He reacted pretty well. Jordan Love is good, by the way. Jordan Love 
beginning of the year and, you know, through the first six or seven weeks, Green Bay fan was not in love, no pun intended, well, pun intended, with Jordan. They were not. Aaron Rodgers has gone to New York. He's going to take the Jets to the Super Bowl. Oops, now he's hurt. Well, that's a shame. But we still wish we had him because this Jordan Love guy is not playing very well. Jordan Love is the best quarterback in the NFL the last half of the season. Period. End of sentence. There's no except. There's no but. That's it. He was the best quarterback the last eight weeks of the season. He was great against Dallas last week. He was really good this week in San Francisco where the Packers, I'm not going to say they should have won, but they could have won. They could have won. He was great. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns, two second-half touchdowns. He was the difference in the game. Brock Purdy struggled. Now, the weather was bad. It was downpour rain all day long. But guess what? Jordan Love had to play in the same rainstorm that Brock Purdy was playing in. And Jordan Love was better. The rain didn't stop when Green Bay got the ball. All right? And start back up when San Francisco got the ball. It didn't. Debo Samuel gets hurt early. I know that hurts your game plan big time if you're the 49ers. But the 49ers did escape. And they are seven-point favorites over Detroit in the NFC title game on Sunday evening. So San Francisco is probably Super Bowl bound. By the way, if you're into those numbers, Baltimore's a three-point favorite against Kansas City. That is the early game, 3 o'clock on uh, Sunday. I love these 3 o'clock, 6.30 doubleheaders on Sunday because I'm in bed at 10 o'clock. Oh, glorious. Now, I didn't sleep last night, as I mentioned, but game's over at 9.45, 9.50. I'm watching uh, Patrick Mahomes get pelted by snowballs as he's running off the field in Buffalo. By the way, if you're the Chiefs and you're out at midfield and you're talking to the other team and you're wishing them good luck in the offseason and they're congratulating you on the win and blah, 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 it's all great. When you run into the tunnel to go back to your locker room, put your helmet back on. You know in Buffalo who just lost, you are going to get pelted not just by snowballs. Snowballs are one thing. But then they start throwing the ice balls. The ice balls, they don't break up easily when they hit you in the head. They hurt. So, Patrick, with your hair and your and your ball cap covering your head with your hands, put your helmet back on. Oh, my gosh. Common sense, people. Like the court storming at Ohio State yesterday. Caitlin Clark, Iowa gets upset. Ohio State fans storm the court. I'm fine with that. Get off the court and don't run into somebody. I blame Caitlin Clark as much as I blame that Ohio State fan slash student who kind of banged into her. You got to keep your head on a swivel here. First of all, get off the court. They're coming. There are a lot of places you see it. You can see it's coming. Get off the court. Get to the locker room. And she's trying to. I give her credit. She's trying to. But she, her direction was not good there. I don't blame the fan here. 
They ran into each other. And really, Caitlin Clark, she got her arms extended. I think the foul was on her if there was going to be a foul call. It was on Caitlin Clark. Common sense, man. If you're in, <laughs> you're in an opponent's stadium, you win the game, and there's snow and ice everywhere, put your helmet back on until you get undercover. <sighs> it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. The uh, system, by, by the way, six-pack went four and two. Not bad. I had Xavier, who somehow couldn't stop Georgetown. I don't understand that one. That was a loser. I had Wisconsin. That was a winner against Indiana. And then I hit the first three football games, and but I had the Bills last night. And I've said on this program numerous times, and, and this is going to be a challenge again this weekend, Anytime I can get Patrick Mahomes and points, I'm going to take it. And what do I do? I took Buffalo. <sighs> e me. Error on me. And guess what? Kansas City's getting points again this weekend. <sighs> what am I going to do? Because I'm pulling for Lamar here. Right? I'm pulling for Lamar Jackson. Full disclosure, I'm, I'm L's up in it all weekend for Lamar Jackson. I want Lamar to get to, if not win, get to a Super Bowl. And I don't know if Josh Allen's ever going to get to a Super Bowl. He's 27. He he carried that team yesterday. Now, I know Buffalo can't beat Kansas City. That's the standard party line. They can't beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Josh Allen can't beat him. In Josh Allen's playoff career, he's got 27 touchdowns. Rushing and and passing, and he has one receiving touchdown. So he's got 27 touchdowns he's accounted for, four interceptions. Four. I mean, you can't do much better than that. You can't do it. They faked a punt yesterday at their own 30-yard line, A, because Kansas City only had 10, 10 players on the field. They didn't get the first down. But B, they got desperate. Sean McDermott got desperate because his defense, which was banged up, a lot of guys missing in action yesterday. Out for the game, before the game, guys getting hurt during the game. Sean McDermott thought we can't stop Patrick Mahomes. We can't do it. Now they got a break because Kansas City fumbled it going into the end zone and the ball went out of the end zone, so it's a turnover, which is a terrible rule, but that's what it is. So, we, I mean, you fake a punt at your own 30 with a – Three-point deficit there. I think it was three. Yeah, that was the final score. It was three. Oh. Josh Allen, Superman. But there are a lot of quarterbacks that are in the there, – there are Hall of Fame quarterbacks who never got to the Super Bowl. Warren Moon never got to the Super Bowl. Dan Marino got to one. Dan Marino got – Dan Fouts never got to the Super Bowl. I don't think Taylor Swift's ever been to a Super Taylor Bowl Taylor Swift is one game away from getting to the Super Bowl. <laughs> By the way, she was not the most entertaining person in the suite last yesterday. It was Travis, um, Travis Kelsey's brother Jason. He was shirtless. Was shirtless, just chugging beers, up against the glass, jumping over, jumping out into the stands. He was great. He was great. Now he's an idiot because it was ten degrees, and. I love one shot of Taylor Swift where you can just see 
Jason Kelsey in the background, paying, minding his own business, sitting at a table with no shirt on, chugging a beer. That's my. I want to. I want to hang with Jason Kelsey. Right. I want to go out on the town with Jason Kelsey. Not. Not. Travis. I would have, but he's in love now. He's no fun anymore. Right. You know, if if you say Jason, Travis, let's go hang out, and have some beers. Jason would go. Let's go. Travis would go, let me check with Taylor. Oh, come on. Really? You're Travis Kelsey. You can go have a few beers with the guys. No, eh, Taylor wants to watch a movie. I promised her we'd, we'd Netflix it tonight. She probably would watch a movie on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> and he's going to watch it with her, and that's the sad part of the whole story. <laughs> God love them both. Jason Kelsey was great. All right, more football to talk about, but after the break, we'll talk college hoops. Cats win, cards lose, Hoosiers lose. We'll break them all down for you. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio on this Monday. Eminem Cartage hotline's open. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. 414-1450. Get your text into that number. 502-414-1450. Some news and notes here. Uh, Zach Ertz, tight end, former Eagle, has uh, agreed to a contract with Detroit, the Lions. I didn't know you could do this. I thought at the beginning of the playoffs, you had to kind of set up at least a 60-man roster. Hey, here's our roster. Here's some guys on the practice squad we might bump up. But the Lions have agreed to a contract with tight end Zach Ertz, who is expected to sign with the practice squad, then be elevated to the team for the NFC title game. Now, they have Sam Laporta, the rookie. He's been great. He got hurt in the last game of the regular season, but he played in the last two games. I didn't. I don't think he got hurt. The other backup tight end, the Notre Dame kid, uh, he did get hurt. He had a big catch for a big first down, but he did get hurt. So, Zach Ertz going to be able to play this weekend for Detroit? Maybe they should sign Barry Sanders, Charles Johnson, and uh, put him on the practice squad and bring him up. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. I knew I said it wrong. Calvin Johnson. All right, here's my – I got to find them here. Here's my backup on my jo Josh Allen rant earlier. Ten playoff games for Josh Allen. Ten playoff starts. He is 20, 244 out of 378. That's 64.6%. 2,723 passing yards. That's 272 a game. 563 rushing yards. 27 total touchdowns. That includes a catch for a touchdown and four interceptions. The Bills are 5-5 five and five with zero Super Bowl appearances. Wow. So it's not his fault. And then you also got two words that that uh, Buffalo fan never wants to hear. Again, wide right. Scott Norwood, 
probably threw something at his TV yesterday because Tyler Bass field goal it just kept going to the right. It looked like the it looked like the wind just said, "Nope, you're going right." That now keep in mind that that would have tied the game with a minute forty three left. Patrick Mahomes had two timeouts left, so I, I'm not sure it would have mattered. But that when he missed it, ball game, ball game. Chiefs needed to get a first down or two. They did, and uh, they knelt it, knelt on it. And the other thing is Dan Campbell. Head coach of Detroit, he was four and nineteen as a head coach to start his career in Detroit. Four and nineteen. He is now twenty six and twenty six, playoff games included. Which means, and I'm not a math major, he's gone twenty two and seven in his last twenty nine games as the head coach. That is pretty darn good. All right, Kentucky one hundred five, Georgia ninety six. It was not that close. Uh, Kentucky led 98 to 73 and Georgia just kind of, they covered, I will say that if you're a betting man and you led 98, 73, you felt pretty good given 18. Um, but Georgia outscores Kentucky 23 to seven to finish that game (laughs) and, uh, loses by nine, but Kentucky's now 14 to three, four and one in conference. They Last two teams they play are two of the best defensive teams, at least statistically, in the SEC, Mississippi State and Georgia. Kentucky put up 90 on Mississippi State, and they put up 105. You heard me correctly, 105, a buck and a nickel they put up on Georgia. That was it was impressive. Now, Big Z is the story, right? Big Z is the story. I want to say this right because nobody's ever going to say it. Zvonimir Ivicic, because everybody's going to say Big Z. Nobody's going to say all that. Um, he's seven foot two. The Croatian sensation. Hello. Okay, let's pump the brakes a little bit. He hit the threes. The stroke looked impeccable. Looked great. But that's what foreign players do. When you play in a foreign country, you play in a league, guess what? The big guys are shooters. They shoot, right? They, they go down low when they have to, but everybody in those international leagues are shooters. He had 13 points, five rebounds, uh, two assists, three block shots, if I'm not mistaken, Two steals. He did have two turnovers. In 16 minutes, 13 points, five rebounds in 16 minutes and three block shots. He was a difference maker. Now, when he came in the game, and I'm watching on my phone, uh, waiting for Bellerman to get started, but when he comes in the game, it's a feel-good story. The NCAA cleared him earlier in the day. Everybody's excited. Kentucky fans, they're laughing and clapping. Oh, big Z's in the game. Then he plays and blocks a shot. Okay, that's good. Good to have that. I'm not sure Aaron Bradshaw can do that quite yet, what he just did, and I'm not sure Onyenso wants to do it, but okay. Then he hits a three. All right. Beginner's luck. You know, shoot the three. We like it. Then he hits another three. Then he throws a behind-the-back pass to Antonio Reeves for another three. 
one of his two assists. Then he hits another three. Place is going bonkers. The place is as loud as Cal would say it was as loud as he's heard it. Now he's obviously he's hyperbole induced, but it was fun to watch. Trey Mitchell had 23, by the way. I mean, before we forget what everybody else did, Trey Mitchell had 23 points, five rebounds, four assists. Antonio Reeves, a quiet, once again, a quiet 21 points. I feel like Antonio Reeves always scores eight to 10 more points than I think he had. DJ Wagner was fabulous. Double, double, 18 points, 10 assists. Uh, Reed Shepard, 12 off the bench. Kentucky shot 61.9% from the field. Georgia shot 50. Kentucky's defense, especially in the last five minutes, was not good. But the game was over. The game was over. Georgia shoots 50%. Kentucky hit 14 of 25 three-pointers. If they can continue to do that, they are a threat to get to the Final Four. I mean, I think they're a threat anyway, but they're a major threat if they can shoot 50% or better from three every game because they're taking threes. Georgia was 7 of 24. Georgia did have more free throws and twice as many free throw attempts as Kentucky did. Kentucky somehow won the rebounding battle by two, 14 turnovers against a good, like I said, that's a good Georgia defense, and some late when the game was over. Six block shots and nine steals for Kentucky. Six block shots and nine steals. That is 15 empty trips for the opposing team. I mean, those are numbers we don't look at a lot. Steals and block shots. All right, nice to have some block shots. And Okay, Reed Shepard will get a couple steals a game. There, He's one of the leaders in the SEC, but you had nine steals in this game. Uh, Big Z had two, Shepard had two, and five different guys had one. It's it's a stat. You know, we always look at field goal percentage, three-point percentage, who made more threes, uh, rebounding. Steals gets overlooked. Uh, nine steals is nine empty possessions, period. Nine possessions Georgia had without a shot. The Gators took, let's see, 62 shots in that game. They would have taken 71 except for five steals. And six of those 62 were blocked. So 10% of their shot attempts were blocked. So it's not a great defense that Kentucky has. I will agree with that. The other team gets to the bucket too easily. They leave three-point shooters open too often. But six blocks, nine steals tells me there are times when they play tremendous defense. Not just good defense, tremendous defense. Now you go to South Carolina, quad one game opportunity here on Tuesday, 7 o'clock SEC Network. The Gamecocks are 15-3. and Now, when I look at the schedule, I don't see anything. Um, I mean, let's be fair. They're they're fifteen and three. Fifteen and three is fifteen and three. As Tony Burke tells me all the time, they don't take pictures of them. 
What's your record? The losses are to Georgia, by the way, in South Carolina. They scored 69 against Georgia. Kentucky put up a buck five. They lost to Alabama by a ton, 27. And they lost uh, at Clemson by five. Clemson's a top 25 team. But when you look at their wins, Virginia Tech, at least it's a power five school, DePaul, Notre Dame, who's down. Uh, I mean, you've got your your normal victims here, South Carolina Upstate, VMI, Grand Canyon, George Washington, East Carolina, Charleston Southern, Winthrop, Elon, Florida A&M. Not good. Not good. And I don't have a spread yet on this game, but I would say Kentucky will probably be somewhere in the six to eight range as a favorite. Again, road games in conference, brutal. Brutal. In fact, the system is going to tell me tomorrow night to take South Carolina. I don't know that I can do that, but that's what the system is going to say. By the way, the system was four wins, five losses, one tie this week. All right, four, five, and one. The winners were Villanova, who came within a hair of upsetting UConn. West Virginia was a winner. Outright win at home against Kansas. West Virginia is 7-11. and 11. And they beat the third-ranked team in the country. Kansas back at it tonight, by the way. They host Cincinnati. Uh, the other wins were on Sunday. Tulane upsets Memphis. Second straight loss for the fighting Penny Hardaways. And Florida Atlantic, they beat Texas San Antonio, who's now 7-12. and 12. 112 to 103 in overtime. UTSA was getting 16 and a half. So those were the winners. The losers could now Purdue beat Iowa by 14. Iowa was a loser. Boston College loses to Carolina by 10. The spread was six. Baylor and Texas, I got a push out of. Texas wins the game at home as a two-point favorite. They win it by two. The other losers. Oklahoma beat Cincinnati by four. Cincinnati was actually favored in that game. Marquette over St. John's by one. St. John's was a one-point favorite. And Creighton over Seton Hall in triple overtime by three. Creighton was a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That that one's a, That's a bad beat. That one is a bad beat. Two games tonight, uh, top 25 teams at least. I don't know where they're ranked when the rankings come out today, but Kansas hosting Cincinnati, North Carolina hosting Wake Forest. Both Carolina and Kansas are eight-point favorites. Neither one of those games qualifies as a system bet. All right, um, so Kentucky at South Carolina Tuesday at 7 o'clock SEC Network. Louisville, ugly. Wake Forest 90, Louisville 65. Wake Forest improves to thirteen and five overall, five and two in the conference. Louisville's now six and twelve, one and six. They allowed eighteen made three pointers by Wake Forest. That's not good. I think that was close to a. I think it's the most in the ACC this season, but I also think it was close to a Wake Forest record. I'm not a hundred percent sure of that. In fact, I'm not even fifty percent sure of that. I'm just kind of sure. 
Um, all right. I like Kenny Payne. I've said that many, many times. He's a he's a heck of a nice guy who shouldn't be a head coach in, in major college basketball. That's it. He should be he's a great assistant coach, great recruiter. Not a great head coach. There's a lot of guys that fall into that category. And I think he knows what's around the corner. I can't come up with any other explanation for why he starts his son on Saturday. And I think for the last two games. Zan Payne played 18 minutes on Saturday. Here's his line score. Zero points. Zero rebounds, zero assists, no field goal attempts, one foul, and every every other stat is a zero. Steals, block shots, free throw attempts, three-point attempts, field goal attempts, points, rebounds, assists, zero in 18 minutes. And you got guys on the bench named Caleb Glenn, Tyler Johnson, Curtis Williams, even Hersey Miller. I don't understand it. It's four, You're playing four on five. You should get beat 25 points when you're playing four on five for half of the game, 18 minutes of the game. Trey White had 17.6 rebounds. Uh, Mike James had 16. Huntley Hatfield, 12. Uh, and uh, let's see how many rebounds he had. Five rebounds. Sky Clark was terrible, 2.6 assists. He was one for six from the field. Uh, Wake shot 50%. Louisville shot 45.8. Wake hit 18 of 35 threes. Louisville was 2 for 11. Um, 10 point rebounding advantage for the Demon Deacons. I guess Louisville's lucky it was 25. Now you got Duke coming to town Tuesday, 7 o'clock, ACC Network. Blue Devils coming up a, off a home loss to Pitt on Saturday. So they're going to be in a foul mood. And I think the only explanation I can come up with for why Kenny Payne starts his son at Wake Forest on Saturday is he knows he's going to get fired anyway, so he doesn't care. You know what? It's my son. I'm going to let him play. I'm let him play 18 minutes. He's not going to shoot. He's not going to rebound. He's not going to score. I don't think he played much defense. They made 18 threes. That's embarrassing. It is embarrassing to the program. It's embarrassing to the program that you're going to start this 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 dude. And I don't care if he's your son or not. He should not be starting in this game. And you may not like some of the things Tyler Johnson's done. Not in the game, but off the court. You may not like that. Uh, Curtis Williams, who I like actually, is sitting on the bench. Caleb Glenn, local kid, six points, four rebounds off the bench, three out of five from the field in 15 minutes. So Zan, Zan Payne played more minutes than everybody except the other four starters. He played more minutes than Tyler Johnson, more than Caleb Glenn. I'm sorry, Curtis Williams did play three minutes more. It's embarrassing. All right, let's take a break. I'm, I'm well past the break, but I'm fuming here. 
Wisconsin-Indiana recap as well, college basketball recap, NFL recap, all the recaps coming up. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday. Tony Burke will join me in studio tomorrow. We'll break down all the uh, college basketball and NFL games from the weekend. Look ahead uh, to NFC and AFC Championship Weekend. Kansas City of Baltimore, 3 o'clock in the AFC game on CBS. And Detroit, San Francisco, 6.30 on Fox, the NFC Championship game. Detroit's first championship game appearance since 1992, Barry Sanders was on that team. Congratulations to Nick Dunlop. If you don't know that name, I don't blame you. He's an amateur golfer who won the American Express tournament yesterday in uh, California. First amateur to win a PGA Tour event since Phil Mickelson did it way back a long time ago. Nick Dunlop. He didn't get paid. $8 million purse. Nothing for Nick Dunlop. And I don't I don't know what the rule is with a caddy. Caddy gets 10%. But 10% of nothing? Doesn't seem fair. He looped for 72 holes and helped the guy win the tournament. I hope he got something. Eminem Carnage Online is uh, now closed. Sorry, Gary. Don't take any phone calls. Thorne's text line is still open, though, 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number, 414-1450. All right, Indiana fans, it's not going well. At uh, one point, you were doing okay, right? You were 4-1, and one, I believe, in, uh, in the Big Ten play. You're now 12-7, and 4-4. No, okay, you were three and one. You weren't four and one. Uh, four and four after a ninety-one seventy-nine loss on the road at Wisconsin. You've won one game in the history of the Cole Center, and it's been around a while. And when your play-by-play legendary play-by-play announcer for the last thirty-plus, maybe forty years, Don Fisher says he's embarrassed, and it's not by the score. That's not good. That all came from the C.J. Gunn ejection when he elbowed a uh, during a dead ball, by the way, right in front of the Wisconsin bench. Nice move. Elbows a Wisconsin player right in the jaw. Referees looked at it. Flagrant two. You're gone. And Don Fisher minced no words here. He minced no words. Malik Renew was great. He was great. 28 points, eight rebounds. 12 of 21 from the field. He came to play. Now, Kaleo Ware did not play. I think he got injured Friday in, uh, in practice or Thursday in practice. And they kept it hush-hush. For the record, when I gave you the six-pack Friday, Wisconsin was a 10.5-point favorite. They went off as a 12-point favorite, so it was a push if you had the spread at game time. But I didn't. I had the spread early in the day on Friday. And until about an hour before tip, we thought Ware was going to play. Now, I don't know if he makes that big of a difference. 12-point game, maybe he does. Um, 
And Baco had 17, maybe his best game as a Hoosier. Trey Galloway had 10. But, but, Xavier Johnson had eight points, three rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, um, 24 minutes. I don't know if he's got to play more. He's just got to do more. I've said this last year. As he, as he, you know, Trace Jackson Davis was great. Um, Jalen Hood Shafino was great, but you knew what you were going to get out of those guys. Xavier Johnson was the X factor, no pun intended. And he's kind of the X factor this year. Although this year it could be Mbako. Could be Mbako because Galloway is going to give you Galloway minutes where he's all over the place. Um, you know, diving for loose balls, making big shots when they need them. He's going to give you that. Renew's going to be your star. I got that. He had 28, as I mentioned. But when you look at Cups, he hit his only three shots. He had seven points. A couple turnovers there. Sparks, uh, Sparks doesn't do anything for me. He's averaging 3.1. Peyton Sparks started. He had, did have seven points in the game. But you're not going to beat good teams with, with this lineup. You're not. You're just not. Not with wear out with an injury. And now you're four and four. You're at Illinois. You got a week off. You got eight days off. You don't play till Saturday. So maybe you fix some things. But that Illinois game, that is not going to be a treat. You go to Illinois, they're 15 and four. They put a whooping on Rutgers yesterday, three o'clock Saturday on Fox. Then you got Iowa Penn State at home. Those are winnable games. But at Ohio State, at Purdue, there are wins on this schedule as I look at it. But the problem is you're going to have to get some road wins. And they've struggled on the road mightily. You feel like you can win at Minnesota. You beat them at home handily. You feel like maybe you can win at Maryland. Maybe you win at Penn State. Maybe Ohio State. You're not going to win probably at Illinois, and you're not going to win at Purdue. Just be honest about it. You got to hold serve at home against some teams you have a chance to beat, Nebraska, Northwestern, even Wisconsin, Michigan State. Got to win some of these games because right now, if you're in the tournament, you're barely in the tournament, right? Because you, when you were 3-1 and one in conference, I had an argument. Now you're 4-4. Four and four. My argument is slowly slipping away. Wisconsin shot 59.6%. Can't have it. Can't have it. 10 of 21 from three. 25 of 29 at the free throw line. Indiana used to pride itself on getting to the free throw line more than their opponents. Even last year with TJD, they got to the free throw line. They're not getting there this year. You get out-rebounded, you have more turnovers, and the result is a 91-79 loss to Wisconsin. Wisconsin was coming off that loss at Penn State Sometimes it's when you catch a team, right? Sometimes it's when you play them. And Wisconsin was in no mood for any hijinks on Friday night. All right, Lamar Jackson was great on Saturday. 16 of 22, 152 yards, two touchdowns. He ran 11 times for 100 yards and two touchdowns. You know, he made a concerted effort this year, and I think this is 
himself, his coach, probably his owner, Lamar, we don't want you to run as much. We know that's part of your game. It's an integral part of your game, and you're good at it. But we do not want you to run as much. Take what the defense gives you, check downs, throw the ball away, whatever it takes. We don't want you running. But now it's the playoffs. That's, that game's 10-10 at halftime with Houston. Baltimore won 34-10, but it is 10-10 at halftime. And at that point, all, all the don't run until you unless you have to rules are off the table. Lamar, go win this football game. And he did. He was great. There's a reason he's going to win the MVP. He was great. Uh, I'm watching the San Francisco Green Bay game on my phone on the way back from Richmond, Kentucky, Saturday night. And I thought, boy, Niners going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game. And then McCaffrey turned into McCaffrey. 39-yard touchdown run. Um, he he put his cape on. He did. He put his cape on. The defense made just enough plays. And San Francisco advances 24-21. Sunday, yesterday, those games were fantastic. Detroit and Tampa was one of the best games I've seen all year. And then it gets topped by the later game. But Jared Goff was, was good. Jameer Gibbs. The Lions were made fun of when they drafted Jameer Gibbs in the first round and Sam Laporta, the tight end, in the second round. Well, guess what? Who's laughing now? Gibbs looks like he is going to be one of those guys. He's not Barry Sanders. I'm not going to do that. But, man, if in the open field, you're not catching him. You're not catching him. And his cuts at the line of scrimmage to get away from linebackers and defensive linemen are top-notch. And he is a rookie. He is a rookie. The Lions got grief when they drafted a running back and a tight end in the first two rounds. Well, they've got a Pro Bowl tight end and a future star at running back. And the defense, two interceptions of Baker Mayfield. I, look, Tampa Bay, Todd Bowles said they want – Baker back next year. They should. He was good all year, and he was good in the playoffs. And I really thought when they got the ball back, he was going to lead them down the field. I really thought that. As the game progressed, I thought, man, he, he's got it, man. He's on fire, and then he throws the interception. But Lion fans right now, I, they're America's team. I think that's fair. I know Dallas is supposed to be America's. Detroit right now is America's team. Because if you're not pulling for the Lions, I don't know what your problem is. Dan Campbell's fun. Maybe the most fun head coach in the league. Jared Goff is a great story. He's one of the few quarterbacks in this century to lead two different teams to the uh, uh, championship game. Conference championship game. He's been great. And then we had wide right last night. <sighs> Sorry, Buffalo. Kansas City 24, Buffalo 20, uh, 27, Buffalo 24. Josh Allen is 3-1 and one against Patrick Mahomes in the regular season. 0-3 in the playoffs. We'll talk more NFL and recap the entire weekend of college basketball tomorrow when Tony Burke is in studio. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.